Sports stories from the 419 in Northwest Ohio brought to you by a voice you know. It's time to go around the area and around the Hearn. Hello and welcome to a special edition of Around the Hearn here this week live from OGHS before the uh, girls take on Delta. Kind of an odd way to do this show, but a different way. And that's kind of what I've always been about. Uh, Big show this week. I absolutely adore the folks on this show. Denny Sisko, my longtime uh, broadcast partner at K94 and also one of my favorite human beings. And another one of a now big human being in a big Gavin Cup on this show that I've been a fan since back in the day when he was a much smaller young man at Lipsick, and we talk a lot about him at Ohio State University and kind of what's next, playing for a national championship a couple of weeks ago down in uh, Miami, and uh, just uh, a lot of good. I I adore this conversation. I'm glad that it took a little bit, but we were finally able to uh, get it done. Speaking of, big things going on in the area. Shout-out to Emma Lise. She's been on this show a handful of times and uh, one of my favorite players to watch. uh, Got her thousandth point. On a Thursday night, you heard that on Z Sports Live 3 with Brock Blythe that becomes just the fifth Bearcat to do so. Breaks the school's all-time assist record just a couple of games before. And a big career ahead of her down in Kentucky in the D2 level. And I wish her nothing but the best. If you want to read a a nice piece of work, check out the uh, Delphus Herald online at DelphusHerald.com and DHI Media. Nate Stidham wrote uh, a piece about everything that Emma is doing at the uh, record level. And it's... Prove fruitful for the Bearcats. They sit at 9-5. and five. They're actually in action against Coldwater today. Uh, speaking of, teams out that way that hit a uh, ton of shots. Ottawa Glendorf last night, game I saw at the uh, Fieldhouse in Salina, hit 15 threes. They've got a big date coming up. Talked to uh, their head coach in the AD here at OG, Tyson McLaughlin, earlier on. <laughs> said, you know, we just didn't have enough luck in getting anybody to play tonight. So we'll go in after 13 days off with everything that happened before. And uh, having played last night and then hosting number one Shawnee on a Friday night. That's not an easy task. Shawnee ranked number one in the D2 polls. George Mangus, the uh, player of the year in Ohio last year, the D2 level, had 37 last night against Van Wert. As Shawnee continues to amass this winning streak, the last time they actually lost in this building a couple of years ago. So that'll, uh, that'll be a good one before Rossford comes to town to take on the Titans on Saturday night. You can hear those games with the great Kevin Peel and Tom Von Sausen on 106.3 The Fox here in Finley and on in Ottawa. Uh, New Knoxville, how about the boys? Cole Fishbaugh going to head over to see his team play tonight against Fort Jennings. They got their first conference win since December 12th of 2017 by beating Delphi St. John's last night. Stops a 30-game losing streak in the MAC. One of the most positive guys you can talk to. He's been... On this show before, you can find it on Wooshka and on uh, iTunes as well by searching around the Hearn. Speaking of, team's doing big things. How about this one? For a uh, Friday night January MAC matchup, we've got Minster and St. Henry. The boys will meet for the MAC title next Friday night. And the NWCC, Matt Tabler got his 200th win just a week or two ago. He will now look for win number 27 in a row in the NWCC next week when his team's back in action after the uh, Commodores won on Friday night. And maybe the most fascinating thing, maybe just to me, because I'm a nerd, on uh, a new memo that came out from the OHSAA, they changed uh, for just this season what you can do as far as the tournament goes. They've now said that 
Teams can play two games in one day, and that has to do with a lot of teams having a lot of makeup games. You can play in the afternoon and then play at night. You just can't have more than eight quarters in that day. But you can also play games until March 13th, the week of the uh, girls' state tournament. If you have games that need to be played, especially conference games, you can make them up after you're eliminated from the tournament, similar to the uh, theory that they put out this year for football. A lot of coaching news. The biggest one of those comes in that Dean Peace, the uh, retired NFL coach, will become the new defensive coordinator of the Atlanta Falcons. Why is that relevant to here? Well, he's from the area, and it has big ramifications. And then his son, Matt, who was the coach at Finley High School, is leaving to become an assistant. That all coming from Lynn Grohl, the uh, Touchdown Publications magazine. That's big news, too, because the Falcons are in need of a couple of smart defensive minds. And a lot I know a lot of folks in Finley are sad with uh, the uh, younger Pease leaving because he's been such a great positive influence for the kids in that program. But life doesn't come at you that way. Fairview football coach Doug Rakes resigned. He went 49-36 and in eight years. Indian Lake went the other way. They hired a new head coach, John Rapp, to replace Dave Coburn, who he was an assistant for for a long time. And then you've got the uh, news that came out this week. Uh, Finley's just not having a good week as a city for the uh, coaching news. Liberty Benton coach Tim Nichols steps down, says the Courier, after 14 years and 115 wins. And one uh, kind of – there's not an easy way to get to, but I want to make sure I say uh, thanking and sending love to the Wapak community and the uh, Slana and Coldwater communities. Uh, The young lady from Wapak, Layla Yoakum, passed away last weekend. And uh, just a lot of uh, positive things I heard about her and about the uh, impact that she had on people's lives at just 17 and – also to the family of a longtime Salina track and cross-country coach and assistant swim coach, Dan Otten. He passed away following his battle with cancer. Uh, just, uh, again, uh, thinking about those folks. And I hate to hear bad news, but I wanted to make sure that I pass along that uh, everybody in the community has been supportive and there for those folks. Hicksville, one of two different college signings this week that I saw online, got Jacob Greer. Young man who I've seen with the Napoleon River Bandits a handful of times. He's signed to play college baseball. Good for him. I, I enjoy when he pitches. He's going to go play at Miami of Ohio for the Red Hawks. And another uh, standout, multiple sports, and Alex Ike for Marion Local. Says he's going to take his hoops career to Capitol. Should be a good one for them. He had, uh, had a game earlier this year where he had like 28 points at Coldwater. Just a, a phenomenal talent. And good luck to both of those guys as they get into the college level. After the break, you hear from my broadcast partner and Denny Sisko, and then from the one and the only Big Gavin Cup here on Around the Hearn. Are you in Spencerville and looking for a place to eat before the Bearcats play? Well then, head to my place, 128 North Broadway, for deep-fried mushrooms, chili cheese fries, the best pie around, and soup of the day. If you're in a hurry and just want to order some to go, you can give Doug and his staff a call at 419-647-4062 and they'll have it ready for you. My Place Restaurant at 128 North Broadway in Spencerville, a proud supporter of Bearcat Athletics. Welcome back now, talking to one of my favorite people in the entire world, and Denny Sisko. I've said forever I was going to have him on this show, and you know what? Oh when goodness. you're waiting for a junior varsity contest to <laughs> meet its conclusion, what better time? than to just have a random conversation. Oh, my goodness. I'm not prepared. 
You should feel honored. Yeah, I, I do. I, I rarely get people I like on this show. <laughs> you have so many friends, I can't understand. Well, I, I know a lot of people. It doesn't really mean anything. <laughs> no, but a lot of cool people have been on the show. And it's funny because when I designed this show, I wanted to be able to have people on that I genuinely like as people. And if you've spent as much time in the car together as Denny and I have, you have to have some sort of, I guess, ability to tolerate one another. <laughs> It's almost like you're ma- we're married, but not not in that way. It's funny you say that because someone once asked me, "Where's your work wife?" <laughs> That's mean. So I don't know if that means that you're my work wife and I'm yours, or how that works. That's just mean spirited, right there. Well, at least I don't hit you like Phil Schumann does. Exactly. Yes. I mean that's just bad. But my left arm still isn't is still in pain. You've been doing this for a while now. How much fun are you still having? I love it. The people, people don't know. I guess I should have introed this. It was kind of a lazy way of saying he does a uh, amazing job at KKI in Salina. Gets to see uh, quite a few things. Whatever the schedule makers and more importantly, the schedule maker in his house lets him out. Yes, exactly. That's probably a bigger thing. But I mean, I can't think of a better way to spend any night of the week. Well, I appreciate that. You know, and it and it all started back in. 2005 as far as my radio world but you know growing up sports was just a part of my life and and um, and then I got into the the uh, newspaper part of it and I started as a stringer as a 16 year old which was you know a, a lot of fun and you know it just all kind of went down or went uphill from there but well it depends on who you it ask depends on, yeah, yeah. which way it went but it was it was a lot of fun to do high school games and and knowing the knowing the players and 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 getting to know the coaches and and then having the you know the ability to to write now maybe some people don't think i have the ability to write but having the ability to write what happened in that game more than just saying they scored a touchdown and and <laughs> and, and getting to getting to know the, the coaches and, and getting them to trust me because they're, you know, sometimes the media can twist things. Maybe not so much back then, but in today's world, it seems like you twist things to get a story or what have you, and that was never me because it was high school sports and it was high school kids. And well, it is kind of an odd thing. You bring up that point. I don't know that a lot of younger broadcasters, when I talk to them about that, you know, they – the Twitter generation, and for people who don't know this, Denny's not a big social media guy. <laughs> he has a Facebook, but he barely knows that he does. Uh, but is uh, is kind of a different thing. And, and from the time that it was a couple of years ago when you were 16, that from that point to now, everybody wants to be first. And, you know, to hell with being right. And that comes at an expense sometimes of you can only burn a source so many times. Right, and I think that's why, you know, the, the, the coaches that I got to know – could could talk to me and and then they would know that some of the things they would say wouldn't get printed because it was always off the record and I don't think that always happens I think that people think that when when a coach says something that's that's it and that's not always the case and and I think you like you said you burn your bridges so easily because you say something or printed something that a coach did not mean to go out it you know it was supposed to stay there and and like you said people want the story they want it first and if if somebody says something ill will against somebody that's awesome but maybe they didn't mean to say it in that manner and maybe as a common sense thing or even as a common courtesy in life maybe you shouldn't do that maybe you shouldn't tell the story because you you should be able to tell i mean and again that's kind of I hear a lot of broadcasters tell young broadcasters that, that teach and all that of know what you can do because now, all right, you printed the thing. You got 
8,000 page clicks or, you know, retweets or whatever. But at what expense? Because now when you go back to the guy, he's either going to be super ticked off at you or he's not going to tell you anything. Exactly. You're exactly right. And then and you've ruined it and you don't have that source anymore. So, yeah, I, I think it's I think it's just being able to treat people like they want to be treated and then they can trust you. You've kind of, uh, with doing color and doing stats, and again, for my money, there's nobody better anywhere. I, I tell people all the time that you're one of the people that, for whatever reason, I just hit it off with. And uh, it's it's always cool to me because there are avenues that I can go, sometimes a little too far, and uh, you just kind of look at me like, I, uh, are you done? <laughs> or are we really doing this? But you've worked with a ton of guys who are way different. I mean, you go from, uh, obviously, with Mark Wolfhorse and with Phil Schumann and with myself, I mean, you really could not have three different personalities. No, but you know what? We've all been able to get along because because of our, basically, our love for sports. So, you know, you, you try and, and work with the person the best you can, and, and, you know, you and I have developed a great friendship beyond just doing this. But it's and, and the same with Phil and the same with, with Wolfie is, you know, you do something because you love it, not because of the, the paycheck or whatever. And that's that's the that's the bottom line with this. You know, I was always, you know, I always wanted to do radio. And let's go back to the, the Big Ralph era, because I grew up listening to Big Ralph when when I wasn't doing a game, obviously. And, um, you know, that's kind of what I wanted to do, because Big Ralph was it. And and. Unfortunately, he passed away, and, and when he passed away, I was so fortunate enough to be asked to, to start Rough Rider football on the on the broadcast side doing football, and that was just awesome. And I, and play by play is not my thing. Stats are my thing because that's I'm I'm kind of a nerd guy, and I and I love stats. Kind I love of, numbers. Kind of a nerd. Yeah, yeah, pretty much a nerd. You know, and and adding and subtracting is good for me. Anything else, <laughs> you put an X in it, and I'm I'm terrible. But the adding and subtracting, I just, I just have a nose for that. I just think it's, it's neat, and I think it adds something to a game when someone knows more than just the points, more than just whatever. It's, it's rebounds, it's, it's assists if you can keep them, and you know, just adds something to the, to the game. Your teachers at St. Mary's and your professors at BG are just shaking their head right now. <laughs> we taught him everything. <laughs> it's not our fault. I owe, I, you know what? I owe everything to Mrs. Rhonda Shelby, but she was never my teacher, but... She, uh, she would always tell me things or, or, or do things, and, and I, I wish I would have had her. And I always tell her, if I would have had you, I would be on ESPN now. But Well, and then on to Fox Sports exactly. or whatever comes anyway, next whatever, at this yeah, point. Yes, yes. Uh, you, get, uh, you get to look back a little bit. I mean, obviously, you've been doing this for a while. What sticks out to you when you look at it and go, I really can't believe not only did I get to go do that, but someone actually paid me to do this. Well, I, I think when... when we, when I first started, we were fortunate enough to do all of the state basketball games, and that was a really neat experience. It was very tiring, and people. I was say, did you sleep at the end of the last day? Yeah, the last day was the worst, but that was that was that was huge. Uh, now, no longer do we do that, but that's okay, and and not very many stations do it anymore because times have changed. Well, and also with the OHSA network, there's only I think a couple that are even grandfathered right. in, but. Right. It's funny you say that because I that's always one of my biggest things is I've had a lot of people who have talked about, you know, hey, Todd Walker and Aaron Matthews have talked about they've done that, Vince Coza uh, back in the day, and you guys that, I mean, for me, that's like 
kind of like a paradise thing of, I'm going to do what? I'm just going to sit here and I'm going to call four games each day? All right, sign me up. <laughs> yeah, and it, it, was, it was awesome, but it was also very exhausting. And I don't know how some of the people who did it went out afterwards and stayed out all night and then came back and did it again. I don't know how they did that, but it was it's amazing. And you got to see just some fantastic basketball. Well, I think you can only do that for like a day at a time. Yeah, and that's true. After yes. a while, it catches up. It I've does. heard those stories too, by the way, <laughs> about the coaches and about things that went on at the uh, the local establishments. But right now, everything's so different. I mean, with everything with COVID, and, and this is not the whole thing, but just this year has been so weird. I mean, we went through it with football and kind of will we or won't we be able to do certain things? Right. And you know, we've done it with basketball. I mean, we've set in probably some of the most unique places that we've ever gone and it's just it has to be I mean so different from anything that you've gone through before yeah it, it's uh it's 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 hard to explain because you're right you know you don't know what's going to happen the next week you have to be flexible and you have to uh you have to just hope for the best and hope that the games are, are going on and you know last year is a prime example I mean we were ready to do this state girls basketball and you called me up and said whoops it's canceled and you know that's that's a heartbreaker not only a heartbreaker for the teams that were in the state but for the boys teams who were in the regionals you know you know for for example parkway who had a dream season they had a chance to go to the state they didn't make it the same thing with shawnee they were unbeaten columbus groves columbus groves the same way yeah and it's you know it's a heartbreaker og actually it's funny because we're taping this on a Friday night before OG and uh, Salina play at a varsity game that we're doing, but uh, OG actually has a banner in their building that says 26-1 season suspended. I actually I saw it yesterday when I was there, but I just and that was a weird thing because I was getting ready to leave my house and someone had texted me, Napoleon's on the floor in Columbus. They're ready to go. Uh, maybe you shouldn't come down here because things are about to go south and I remember having to call you, and you're just like, what? Like, okay. I mean, I didn't expect any of that. Well, plus, you were just in Fort Laramie last Saturday, and they have, they have the same banner because they were unbeaten, and they were going to play in the, in the state semifinals as well. And, you know, how, what a crushing blow. Yeah, that was also really neat because I know that we talked about the whole nerd thing about being able to appreciate kind of the history of things is they had their 50th anniversary of their basketball program, and I mean, you know, Carlos Eagles done wonders with that program. They're a beast. I, I don't know how else to say that. No. And, and you know, the funny thing, I think, is she she's only the second coach, correct? The first coach was yeah. Jane Pebbleman, and then and then steps in uh, Carlos Siegel. That's just amazing. Well, and what was even crazier was, is as of last weekend, I think it was uh, 758 of, like, 1,020 games that Lormy has ever played in the history of their program. In one way or another, Carlos Siegel has been a part of it. That's just unheard of and unbelievable. I mean, that's just... uh, And then there's this guy. (laughs) He's the father of six white kids. They're all (laughs) named White, by the way, just so you get that. He's Mr. White. Send your send your letters to Mike Hearn. Right at uh, at Denny Cisco on Twitter. And and the other thing, just kind of going back to to the state games, the other neat thing about that is is uh, at halftime, I always wanted to have a local coach as a guest, and they were so kind to give up their time. I mean, you know, they were there to watch the games, just kind of have fun and, and just get away from basketball, but they were still nice enough to come to me to talk about their season and maybe what they expected 
the following season, and I, I really always appreciated them coming on and, and just being my guest for 10 or 15 minutes and talking about whatever. I'm pretty sure a couple of those guys, you still owe money. <laughs> that could be. There's one guy that's very not happy that he had to pay to come talk to you. Is that the light bulb guy? No, uh, I think that's a different guy. That's a different guy. He broke the light bulbs in the same place. Now we owe him all kinds of money. Not allowed back there again. But it's it's just, it, it always amazes me. I mean, I've been doing this long enough to see kind of how things have changed. But, I mean, just how the games themselves have changed in the time you've been doing, from the time that you graduated before I was born. Yeah, and, thank uh, you. That's a running joke, by the way. And just kind of how everything has evolved. I mean, everybody's bigger, faster, stronger now, and that leads to some good things and some bad things. Yeah, and just as we're watching the basketball game, just the three-point line, because when I was in high school, there was no three-point line. So it has it has evolved, and, and I don't know if it's for the better or for the worse, because you see, you know, your 6'9", 6'10", guys who are supposed to be your post players, they're out shooting threes now. You know, if they can make them, fine, but... If I have that big a guy, you know, you're under the basket. You're getting the rebound, and you're getting an easy basket. You're not shooting 25-footers. Well, uh, but, I mean, that goes back to back in the day when you could do everything. You could dunk. You could right. hit from, <laughs> you know, the parking lot. <laughs> it's a little bit of that. I uh, I always enjoy whenever I get to spend time with you. Obviously, here tonight we get uh, sometimes things work right. Sometimes they, they don't. I mean, that's just kind of the nature of, of doing things. But I really cannot say – Enough good things about you. I'm happy that I was able to have you on this show. Well, I appreciate it. I, I can't believe that we're doing this. I thought you were kidding. but I. I uh, oh, by the way, just so you know what he's talking about, I grabbed him a headset and just said, hey, we're going to have a conversation. So there you go. That's how yeah, most Nothing's work. written down, and I, I'm a, I'm a write-down guy. So. Oh, it's irritating. It wasn't yeah. what you don't realize. <laughs> I mean, okay. I'm not an off-the-cuff guy. You got anything you want to promote? Your new mixtape, your SoundCloud? Yeah. See, these are internet things. <laughs> oh, Any okay. memes? No. Yeah. I just like the Bernie thing. I want you to do a, you know, you were really nice enough to have Bernie do, be in the background of a game that we did. That was pretty neat. Yeah, where's Bernie? Was Shawnee. It was Shawnee Coldwater. He went in to see George Mangus. Uh, again, thank you so much for doing this. Thank you for having me, and it's a pleasure. And, and more than a broadcast partner, I call you my friend, so I appreciate that. Your check's in the mail. <laughs> That's Denny Cisco. back with more here in just a few. The Spencerville Athletic Boosters are a 501c3 organization committed to supporting the student-athletes at Spencerville Local Schools. All donations made to the Boosters go to the athletes for new jerseys, huddle equipment, and much, much more. To learn more about the Boosters and to help our athletes succeed on the field with your generosity off the field, please visit facebook.com slash Spencerville Athletic Boosters. Or if you have questions, please contact Sean McFerrin at bearcatboosters at outlook.com. Let's go Bearcats! Just before I started this interview, I realized that I'm getting very old because I remember when now Big Gavin Cup, as he has uh, once explained to me, was we decided not littler, but younger. And uh, I am so thrilled to have him on this show. One of the handful of people that uh, I have always been amused by, whether it's playing basketball or just really giving Chris Coleman crap. Um, <laughs> I feel old, though, that as I sit and look at your bio, it says graduate, college graduate on it. Yeah. How how did we get to this point? So, yeah, college graduate. Almost, uh, I have one semester left until I get my master's, too. That's the even crazier part. Uh, yeah, no, I got to Ohio State. Um, kind of just bounced around a little bit with what I wanted to do with uh, 
my degree. I ended up with a human development family science degree, which allowed me to graduate in three and a half years and started my sport, ma- uh, sport management master's right after that. Uh, I got one more semester here and currently interning with Virginia Tech Football and Academic Support Services. So, uh, yeah, no kidding. Time flew. And uh, time hasn't flown any faster in the past two weeks, you know, playing for the national championship and then starting internships that following Monday. So, yeah, yeah. Thanks for just dropping that in there. Hey, Gavin, what you been up to? I don't know. Just playing for national title and all. Hey, I'm playing for national title. And then, by the way, uh, got to get back to the U-Haul and get down to Blacksburg, Virginia in a week. So, uh, <laughs> I'd like to see how many people have had that challenge as going from one to the other. Yeah, it's uh, my well, my girlfriend. That's one of them right there. Uh, a challenge. I, I get that. Not a challenge. I'm married. I get been, that. That's fair. Yeah, but uh, no, she's been. She was down there in Miami, helped pack. You know, she's basically well, she's doing everything that I'm doing here. But uh, no, it's cool. It's been. Uh, you know, really, there's no other way I'd want to do it. You know. The more time you have to think and you know think about it all, the more stressed you get. I'd rather just stress a lot for a week or two and just get all done over. So it's been great. Well, it kind of makes sense that you you kind of go into the world as kind of a crazy thing with how that ends because I mean, getting to Ohio State wasn't exactly a simple process for you. Yeah, no, uh, that was a whirlwind, uh, especially at seventeen years old. You know, I that's something I kind of thought about. I was like career went on it's just how big of a decision that is for a 17 year old to make and uh you know sometimes you take it it's you know it gets stressful especially in my or my career you know when that happened early on and um yeah just it was you know in the end it really was a blessing uh for all to happen you know obviously my career wasn't what i thought it was going to be ohio state but you know it's uh that doesn't really matter. You know, I really am really happy and blessed to be a part was well was be able to be a part of this uh this great team for five seasons and yeah, it was a it was, it was a wild ride. Wild ride. I mean there's just so much stuff you obviously academic all all Big Ten all all the uh years that you're there, but I mean outside from studying, being part of that football team, I mean you got to see I just imagine some amazing parts of the country in different places where a lot of people would go, I would kill to have that experience. Yeah, I don't like Phoenix so much. It's never been real good to me or the Buckeyes during my career. Um, you have to be older, I think, to get that, like about 60 or so. You know, it was cool when we weren't playing Clemson. Um, <laughs> you know, it's cool being in warm weather. But, uh, yeah, the festival of Phoenix is just never good. Uh, so I don't know if I'll ever go back to Phoenix. Uh, well, you got a free PlayStation, though, right? Yeah, the last year we did. Yeah. The first year we had a bowl suite, but the last year we had that. It's sad you uh, couldn't get the free PS5 this year. Yeah, that's what our freshman year they said they never do. They never give away PlayStations. And wow. then, uh, then this last year we were in it against Clemson. They gave us the PS4, but it was just because the PS5 was just about to come out in a year, or not even a year, I guess. And then, yeah, this year they all got three PS5s and a bunch of other guys were pretty heated about it, but I'm not Except big for the Xbox guys. guys. They were just like, yeah, whatever. Whatever. Yeah, exactly. That's what, uh, it was cool. I still, I mean, I'm never a big video game guy, but, uh, I got to play a little bit. It's fun. Uh, but no, yeah, Phoenix, not great for the Buckeyes. Miami though, that was definitely the coolest place 
uh, for a game I've ever played in. Uh, that was that was awesome. Well, it helps that they put uh, I think twenty or twenty five million dollars into renovating that place because I've had some friends who have been there before that and said it's in the middle of nowhere and you're just like, why am I here? Oh, we're watching the Dolphins. Well, they're not good. <laughs> we're watching the yeah, they, back when the Marlins used to be there. They're not good either. Yeah, they uh they definitely put the money the, the surrounding area the surrounding of it definitely is a little nicer now. Um, of course, it's a national championship game, so they could it could just been. You know, just there for that. But it was cool. Like, we went during the day, the day before the game, uh, to take a team picture, and it was cool. But, man, at night, that thing is just lit up, and it's beautiful. It's the most beautiful stadium I've ever been in. It, it was just incredible. Way They had, like, the four points in like each corner, and uh, it, it just was lit up. It was, it was pretty. And it was, you know, 75, 70 degrees, whatever it was. Man, he can ask for a better atmosphere. You know, and if I didn't just, know that it was like 25 in Columbus right now, I'd feel like you're bragging and that you should shush. Yeah, no, it's it's pretty. It's like 20 degrees in Blacksburg <laughs> right now too. So we're uh, we're in the same boat. <laughs> See, there you go. But it, it is it's so cool. I mean, this year is obviously so different. What how what was different this year from the first handful of years, and especially kind of with everything leading up to the national championship or kind of with the playoffs. Uh, so I'll start with everything. Uh, <laughs> no, uh, it was uh, it was just a crazy year. Um, so, you know, we we finished up first week spring ball. I had just broke my foot again. Uh, so we just finished up that week of spring ball. We're on spring break. Then we had to take the classes or remote for the rest of the semester. And then we're starting to see texts and tweets about different programs shutting down until further notice. Um, then we get a call from Ohio State saying, you know, we're closed until who knows when. And uh, from then on, uh, me, a couple of my roommates, uh, we stayed in Columbus and we actually just like worked out from our college house. So we bought a, a gym rack uh we got some stuff from a couple of our families and whatever we can grab on Craigslist and Facebook Marketplace and all that good stuff. And then we just worked out from our college home that entire time. Uh, we'd go to like the rec fields and run, do drills. Uh, we worked out from our home in Columbus. And then when June rolled around, I think it was June. Yeah, when June rolled around, we started being able to go to the Woody and work out again. But even then, it was only in groups of eight. And so that was really weird. Um, gosh, and then that whole thing with camp, you know, we started camp early. We had a set day for camp, and then Big Ten comes out with the early season, early season model. So we start camp even faster. Um, yeah, a week through it. Not even a week, I think it was three days through it. And then we roll around on that Monday, and that's when the news broke and uh it was wild just that whole time whole season it was just so different you know um we, we all came up in the locker room we were testing every day really the the fun things like the locker room and you know just uh being able to hang out with everybody you know I, and then we couldn't eat together either so we had to take food home so just that part of not really being able to be with, with the boys and 
you know, that's really the best part, just being with the boys on my team and uh, being able to conjugate and talk with them and be with them. And, you know, we'd get there, practice, and then just leave and go home. And then whoever your roommates were, that's all you had. Um, and that was a big difference, I would say, than anything else I've ever experienced. Well, all I can think of is I'm surprised with all the scrutiny that Ohio State's football team is under and all the, you know, people constantly wanting to find headlines that Ohio State football team searches Craigslist for gym equipment wasn't one of them. Yeah, no, the grind. It was the grind, man. We, uh, I'll remember that forever. That was some of the most fun I'd ever had in my life. Was we had the schedule. You know, we, we had a routine. We'd get up, and it was so much fun, man. Like, our basement – we we loaded that thing. We it was incredible. <laughs> it was awesome. We had like a, a little boombox just bumping, and uh, it was great. It's like the old days. It's probably every high school workout ever for every small town kid. So it was well, it probably was perfect for you. Exactly. That's what my dad always talked about the old lipstick weight room, and it just reminded me of that. <laughs> just like a real skinny hall. You know, a couple rack, like a rack here. It was fun. It was awesome. That's what I uh, what I was picturing. Actually, was the the gym that's behind the football field at Spencerville in the North End. It was exactly as you're describing it. That's what I'm picturing. Yeah, not that I spent a lot of time in there, but I've heard you know, <laughs> grit and grimy. Uh, we we always joke around with people who had uh who had like a gym to work out at back home, like, and they would come when they guys would come back to Columbus. They would get a workout in, and we just be like, "Hey, we, we, it might be too gritty and grimy for you, man. We uh, we just want to advise you that before you step in here." It's probably the skill <laughs> players, one of those guys. Uh, yeah, it's it fine. Anybody, anybody. <laughs> it's so funny. I, I look back at you know. I, I'm always curious. I mean, you've had a lot of guys go through there, and a lot of the pub goes to a lot of the skill guys with defensive backs and linebackers, and especially quarterbacks. I mean, your quarterback rooms while you've been in college, are pretty insane. Uh, obviously, Joe Burrow is the one a lot of people are going to talk about, but I mean, just, if nothing else, not not specifically the skill, but the personalities that have gone through there. Oh, my, the personalities in every room. Yeah. Oh, man, they are. That's the best part about college football, or just college sports, or tech, sports in general. Just, you know, the, the ability to create relationships and get to know people you would never have before so you know in our line room you had me from northwest ohio uh, a real small town and we had someone from hawaii uh come and you know you, you just get to learn about people and cultures and you know different backgrounds and it's incredible and then the personalities like you said oh my gosh off the charts off the charts you know just <laughs> just thinking back about some of these people man they're hilarious and the ability, yeah, and that you know you only get that in a uh, in a locker room. You know, people talk about locker room culture for the rest. You know, I've always talked about it and forever. We'll talk about it. If you, you're not right, man, characters, <laughs> just absolute characters. Well, and it's funny because you know that's something that I don't know that a lot of people understand. Truly, is you know with everything going on in the world and, and kind of how things have been in the last couple of years that. You know, that's the the old Remember the Titans thing where, you know, people have said that exact same thing of, you really don't understand. You need someone who has been in a locker room because they don't care about anything except for the guy next to you has a red jersey on. And he will do anything for that guy. Yeah. 
that's that's the whole brotherhood thing that you know we really strive on Ohio State. You know, a lot of places out in uh, you know in the country, that's really no really that's what everyone strives for is that brotherhood. You know, you can't really get anywhere if you don't have that brotherhood. You know, if you're not fighting for that man next to you, or the left, right, front, behind you, now you're not doing it for them, then you're doing, you're doing it for the wrong wrong reasons. And I think uh, with the more successful teams, I think you really see that brotherhood. And uh, I'll tell you what, the brotherhood we had during my five years at Ohio State was incredible. It was uh, so tight. And it just got, kept getting tighter and tighter every year. And, you know, that's what makes it hard um, about my career being over is it's not, you know, going not being able to practice or hang out or not, you know, not being able to practice or, you know, do certain drills or all this, it's that brotherhood and being in that locker room. And, you know, you just create incredible bonds and relationships. I mean, I'm During sure your body's going to thank you. Oh yeah. My body. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's, yeah, that's a whole different, that's a whole different story. But, uh, no, that's, that's the stuff you miss. You miss your brothers. You miss all that good stuff. Well, speaking of that, uh, how often do you get to see what's going on at home, or do you get to get home? So, during the pandemic, I uh, I get to go home for the first time since July, right after the national championship game, um, and then before that, just kind of depended. Um, you know, I think one year we had two bye weeks, so I was able to go home one of those weeks. Um, after the season, you usually get a week to go home. Uh, may, most holidays, I made it back. Um, during the summer, you get a week. And then just the occasional times in the off season during the summer and spring, whenever you get a chance to go home during the weekends, yeah, you know, you sometimes take advantage of that. Sometimes you put a lot of work in during that week. And so a lot of times it's just nice to be able to, sit back in your ha- your place and just hang out with the people you put in that work with. Um, but yeah, it's, it's tough. You know, being, I'm grateful that I had the opportunity just to get in the car and go home. You know, I had plenty of teammates who didn't have that opportunity. Um, so whenever I got to go home, I made sure it was, I made it count. Uh, I know a lot of pe- the people in the locker didn't have that chance. Uh, when you get home, uh, can you still beat Chris Cole in one-on-one? I think I could take. Yeah, he scared me in the low post. I hope he hears us too. He oh, he will. I'll make sure of it. Of me in the low post. He he went through the drills as a 16 year old kid, a 17 or well, 15 through 16 year old kid. Now he's got a 23 year old man, so <laughs> he knows the, he knows the business. He's like, you get in that low post. I tell you what, though, before long, you both better be fearing little Chris Coolman. I, I love Kelly. Oh, yeah, little Bean. He's becoming little a little man. I know. I think I saw a picture you posted. Man, I can't believe it. I, I, all those guys, even Coach Mag's kids, you know, I see Coach Mag's kids out and about sometimes. I'm just like, what the heck? Like, where the hell did you come from? Right, right. Like, uh, wait a second. I saw one last night and he played pretty well. Yeah. Uh, it's, I mean, it's got to be something. You know, you guys are doing well and it, it rubs off and Chris has uh, figured things out. They're 10 and 1 right now into a big night tonight. That's awesome. Uh, you love to see that program do well and all of sweet programs do well. Um, you know, I would try to get home to a basketball game or football game every year. Obviously, this year couldn't do that. But, uh, you know, like we were talking before the show, it's awesome to see Coach Kuban do uh, have success with his team. And 
Um, you know, some of the kids that I grew up with, so like my sister is a junior at Lipstick right now, and to see some of her friends running around out there playing well, you know, I know uh, Lorenzo Walther and uh, I've talked to him, and like I said before, uh, Quinn Schrader is my little neighbor boy. Uh, so to be able to see him have success out there and play some ball, and it's pretty cool to see some of these kids out there, man. It's uh, I wish them nothing but the best. That's uh, it's one of those things that no matter where you go, it sort of never leaves you. I think. Yeah, no, it's uh, you always, you'll know those names forever, especially in a place like back home. Um, so yeah, it's been pretty special. Well, that's awesome. I uh, I thank you so much for doing this. I'm so happy to be able to have you uh, on and do this. You're one of those people where I was like, yeah, you know what? When I came up with this idea, I thought people want to see how he's doing. I want to hear how he's doing. And <laughs> I'm, I'm thrilled that this worked out. Yeah, I'm uh, super glad we got to finally do this. I know it's something we kind of talked about uh, a couple times over the past few years, and uh, I'm glad we finally got a chance to do this. And I'm always, always welcome to this anytime. That's generally how it goes. You kick things around, and you're like, one day you're just, ah, I should probably do it that way. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's uh, now this is over. I have no, I have no uh, uh, media rules hanging over my head, so we can do whatever <laughs> we want now. Gavin Cup uncensored coming next. Yeah, there we go. There that, we go. That should go well. Uh, that's what that everybody would, says. That now that I don't have people tell me what to do, I'm going to write a book. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> you get all, you get, Get all the raw emotion out there. Right, right. And how I can really yeah. tell you how I felt about everything. Yeah. Well, I wish you the best of success in Virginia, and I uh, I hope everything goes well, and I, I would love to have you back. We'll just talk about whatever. Yeah, let's do it. Sounds that- good. Thank you again for the opportunity. <laughs> That's Gavin Cup, the graduate of the Ohio State University, back with more here in just a few. Danny the Dealmaker, are you ready? Ready for what, Eric? Brand new cars and trucks are rolling into Lee Kissel Chevy Buick GMC again. That's great, because we need pre-owned trades big time. Yep, Danny, have I mentioned lately how much respect I have for this country? Not in the last five minutes. Even the virus can't keep us down. GM workers are back strong and building the best there is. And we're here proud to represent the greatest products on the American road, Chevy, Buick, and GMC. And I love how so many of us in the area have remained positive, helping each other and staying the course. No matter how long this situation takes to resolve itself, please keep this in mind. Lee Kinsel GM Sales and Service has been around for 50 years, and will be around for another 50 years. Wherever you're listening, you're always welcome here in Van Wert. At Kinsel's, it's all about clear, easy-to-understand deals, best quality pre-owned vehicles, top-of-the-line financing, and world-class service. See us online at LeeKinsel.com. Call 866-LEE-KINSEL. Better yet, stop in at 650 West Durban Road in Van Wert. Thank you for finding new roads to help us rebuild the American economy. And a big thanks to Lee Kinsel for being a sponsor of this fine program. If you don't like it, don't complain to them. You can be up on Twitter at Michael Hearn PVP and uh, one of the many things that I've got going on. I've got uh, some young ladies who play college basketball lined up to be on the show here in the near future, and I absolutely adore having conversations with them and that they are doing well at the collegiate level. Big thanks to Denny Sisko and Gavin Cup for uh, being a part of the show and uh, just sitting and talking. I like uh, being able to talk to those folks. What you might not know is the interview with Denny. I just sort of sprung on him, said it gave him his headset before the game we did last night, and just said, hey, we're going to have a conversation. Thought it went well. Wanted you to get to know the uh, hilarious person that I have uh, spent so much time in the car with. Big thank you to everyone for listening and, again, supporting this show as uh, we go over a year now. And uh, so happy to be able to do it 
each and every week. Check out everything going on in your local area. Again, the point of this show is the support of high school sports. If you're not doing that, I hope you find a podcast that works for you. Uh, I've got a couple of them. <laughs> Just a shameless plug. But uh, that's what we have for this week. Check out uh, zsportslive.com, WKXA, WCSM, 106.3, and also uh, K94. Anywhere that you get basketball and get good content, check them out, 93 on the fan as well. That's all I've got for this week. Thanks for listening. Have a great afternoon, great evening, and goodbye. We hope you've enjoyed this edition of Around the Hearn. Come back next week for more local stories from the NWO. But until then, be sure to follow us on Twitter at Michael Hearn PBP for more great area content.